We're here, we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Detention Football Show. I'm your host, Greg. I'm here with my esteemed co-hosts, some of the brightest minds of the football world, if it meant that you're uneducated. Mm. Potty, Cozzy, Berta. How we going, fellas? Happy days, mate. Happy days. Welcome to the first ever Leap Year podcast. Oh, oh. oh mate. This won't happen again for four years. Yep. Oh, mate. Yeah. That's a big prediction. Is that like the top four for Brighton? or That no. could still happen. Oh, okay. And just need to peel off a 16 game. Mm. I'm always straight. concerned after every podcast that we won't be heard again for another four years. <laughs> that is so, true. That is know. true. A bit of controversy. We can blame it on the leap year this, mm. this week if it happens. Yeah. Uh, anyway, fellas, how we been? Good, boys. Um, I'm still recovering. Had a big week celebrating last weekend. Not mm. football related, but just celebrating in general. Apple teenies. You ever had an apple teeny? An apple teeny. No, I never had an apple teeny. No. No. Talk us through it. I highly recommend. I'm not a big cocktails fan, you know, but um, apple teenies pretty smooth. Went down pretty well. So mm. put a couple of them away. Had a few did of those you? on the weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A couple of okay. those. A couple of different things. Had one that tasted like carpet, but. Gee, anyway. You're not selling it. No, <laughs> no, no. Something to do with something else. Tastes like carpet. Yeah. yeah. Is that carpet? Okay. No, I I thought it was a, a dig. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Abeltini's listeners, yep. get, go and get amongst it. Yeah. Uh, anything else caught your eye, fellas? What have we got? Yeah, I've got one for you this week, boys. You know I like to scan the pages of mm. world football and keep my eye on things. And, and this has a couple of components to it that I think would interest our discussion panel here. Yep. Um, it's got nudity. It's got a World Cup winner. Yes. And it's got... Um, Interest from all over the world. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So, I don't know whether you guys remember this guy. I had to look him up a little bit, but he's a German guy. And, and with all due respect, he's passed away. I need to put that out there first yeah. of all. Andreas Bremen. It doesn't get better than this, does it? Andreas Bremen. So, he, if you remember, you might remember the vision. Probably you guys are still in nappies. Like, scored the winning penalty in, I think, the 1990 World Cup final. So he was I was there. You were there? Yeah. Really? No, no, I was three. But you were? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you I didn't a have twinkle a in your father's eye. Well, yep. So unfortunately, that's a different story. Though. Andreas <laughs> passed away. <laughs> Andreas passed away at 62. So that's, that's very sad. We need to put that through. But mm. when somebody passed away, these stories sort of pop up. And there is one that came across my desk uh, about him. He used to do, I don't know what they're called. You guys can fill me in here where they send a little clip message about yeah, so happy the, birthday. What are they called? Like the, uh, the cameos. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So he's yeah. doing one of those. So he's sending out a happy birthday message. Anyway, I sent one to all my mates, to the two gay guys from the block. I got them to send a message to all my mates. Oh, just yeah. as a piss take. Yeah. Are you still doing that? Like gay oh. or... <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. no, 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 no. Cameo, yes, yeah. So he's back to filming, the, wishing somebody a happy birthday. Next minute, his wife comes into the room yes. and he spins around with the with the phone or whatever he's on, and, and his wife's in the picture, right? Now this is fine, yep. but his wife's just come out of the shower. She's naked. Yep. So he's turned back, continued the call, sent the message. It's gone. Happy birthday, so and so. So whoever it was got the surprise of their life. They got a birthday message from Andreas. 
and they got a full view of his naked wife in the background as well. Oh, now, there you go. Now I reckon for the 30 euro that he was probably charging for that message, he went, you know what, fuck it, I'm not doing <laughs> this again. No, I'm not <laughs> reaping. I've got a hundred of these to do. So, But the other thing is, though, she's pretty fit. Oh, like hold on a second. So she was asked about it after it had happened and she said, oh, well, you know, these things happen. So, yeah. you know, so... He mm. became very popular and not as popular as she did, but no. no. So there no. you go, boys. Well, so you said that he has passed. He did. He well, passed away about a week ago. I was going to say, she might be even more popular now. <laughs> Her DMs just lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, she's available. Check, check out her DM. Check out her Instagram. Mm. Rightio. Um, something that's caught my eye, guys. Um, sponsorships in sports. So obviously, you know, our favourite footballers have all got, you know, deals with different athletic brands but um something that i hadn't really come across but you know the idea of nike dipping out of football so apparently it's been a bit of a an issue this year where a lot of the you know significant football players are jumping off the nike train so the likes of uh casemiro harry kane raheem sterling jack Grealish, they've all sort of left the the swoosh, and they're um, you know getting picking up deals with others. Tiger Woods, obviously, in the golf. Um, so I'm Big thinking, one. yeah. So it's just an interesting thing, you know, the commercial side of football to see, and and you know, possibly ask the question as to why. Why would these athletes possibly be be jumping off? Do you think it's the athletes leaving or Nike dropping them? Yeah, I don't know. Is it you know? It could be multiple things. It could be the the, the money on offer. Uh, I know Puma has really looked to get into the football space, especially since they uh, they picked up Man City as a kit deal and and the like. Um, you know, they were there with Arsenal for for a bit as well. So um, yeah, it's just interesting. I think Adidas has really taken a bit more of a stronghold in the in the football world. But um, you know, obviously Nike. You know, especially around the 2004 um, Euros when they bought out the the new sort of style of boots and the mercurials mm. and then Ronaldo jumped on the back of that. There was a real, you know, push with Nike for, for such a long period of time. Um, yeah, it just seems as though they're taking the foot off the accelerator. Hmm. That was just something interesting. I mm. saw you. I might have just bored the shit out of everyone. But no, no, anyway. No, no. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. So they're, they're apparently... We're all still you know, thinking about cozies. <laughs> they're, they're just Google searching now. <laughs> they're, they're all... Yeah, poor old Andreas. <laughs> they're looking for the video, happy birthday video. <laughs> He's having his grass cut, you know, despite the fact that he's six feet under it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, there we go. Uh, two billion. Apparently, Nike intends on saving, or Nike in, intends on on trying to cut wow. back in their sponsorship costs as well, which is is quite significant. They probably just get that off Tiger Woods. Yeah, five hundred and fifty. Mm. I just read off Tiger. Oh yeah, five hundred fifty million. Not bad coin, is it? Now the final thing that's caught my uh, eye in the football world, boys, was um, you know the phenomenon of footballers not knowing how to use Twitter. Like we really now that we're all so versed around the social media game, we forget what it was like when people didn't realise you know how to use it. Like remember back in the day when you'd comment on Facebook and it would start with is. So it was like you were talking about yourself in third oh, person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like even if you go back in the day. So like some of these uh, crackers, like these tweets. Anyway, but the real winner is Emmanuel Labui. So the uh, <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal former Arsenal player. So there was like a, a tweet feed that he had. And the first one was, 
uh, tweet that he put up was, my wife and kids are not around. What do you people think I should do? And then the second one, because obviously his English isn't his native mm. tongue. Everyone is suggesting I have a wank. What is the meaning of wank? You know my first language is French. And then the third tweet, is a wank a biscuit or ice cream? <laughs> Some other crackers. Ashley Cole, former Arsenal legend. Yo, bro, it's me, Ash Cole, at Drake. I'm on this thing. YOLO. Like, <laughs> Michael Owen. <laughs> just ran over a rabbit. Devastated. <laughs> Here we go. Tammy Abraham. People say you are what you eat. That's funny because I don't remember eating a sexy beast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's not that old, is he? No, so no. Be too Tammy old. Abraham, number two. She has a boyfriend, so football has a goalie. Doesn't mean you can't score. Oh, oh you don't want geez. to put that out for the punters. Wow. Uh, righty what else have we got? Um, it's almost like they think it's just going to their close mates. Like, you know, that's yeah. the type of chat you'd, you'd send to this group. Yeah. Like. Well, look, remember there was one back in the day where Wayne Rooney was asking Rio Ferdinand to pick him up for training <laughs> and he did it on Twitter. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. This one's even better. Cristiano Ronaldo, thank you for all participating in the CR7 boys underwear competition. It's been a real pleasure to see all your photos. Oh. <laughs> Read the room. Yeah, that one doesn't surprise me. Oh, rightio. Tammy Abraham, he's, he's on fire. Touch it gently. Put two fingers inside. If it's wide, use three fingers. Make sure it's wet and rub it down. Yep, that's how you wash a cup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Emmanuel Abui gets another one. Why do I look so blacker than you, FIFA? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. The innocence of social media, ladies and gentlemen. Rightio, Potty, headline of the week, mate. What do you got? A Rue Villa bound Aussie goalkeeper Joe Gauchi has been rewarded for his exceptional talent with a big move to the English Premier League. Off to Aston Villa. So, mm. yeah, uh, I got to admit, I hadn't uh, seen too much of him. He's got a couple of caps for the Socceroos and uh, watched a few of his highlights. And, you know, you can't really take much away from them because, you know, they're not going to put the crap on there, are they? Mm. But, um, well, that's true. Just wanted to give a plug to a good old Aussie goalkeeper. Get out there, mate. Do, do your best. Do well. Yeah. And, it's and of course, the tradition of Australian goalkeepers at Villa. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, Bozza. So, um, you know, we were, um, you know, hopefully he's not following on all of Bozza's footsteps, you know. <laughs> we, they, things could go a little bit bad. You well, know. I mean, what, which, which one are we talking about? Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll out the um, I'll roll out the resume and we'll the, go through the salute all the, the salute or the bags. Which way are we going? <laughs> oh. Take your pick. <laughs> hey, just having a look here, he's on the bench on the weekend. Mm. So there you go. Mm. Yeah. Gucci. So is it Gucci or Gauchi? Gauchi, I Gauchi. believe. Mm. Yeah. So he's not of, of handbag fame. <laughs> no, I don't believe okay. so. He's not. Yeah. Okay. The, the other goalkeeper on the bench is 34 years old, so he might be a good shot if ma he won't get mar past Martinez anytime soon. But no. Yeah. Just hold on a second, guys. We're going to have to stop the podcast because Craig is about to die. <laughs> Bert has been unwell. He has been well. He's been. Oh, sucked. he just tells us now, mm. now that we're nestled in a tight studio with him. Mm. Mm. You're right, Craig. I thought it was because he's been up 
late watching football, you know, cup finals and stuff like that, and you're just low on energy, low on sleep. Word is he's no. been practising his, his victory speech on this for this podcast when Liverpool take the title. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they've already got one. He's one got plenty of time to shelf. practice, a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, my headline of the week. A big week for Everton. Got some points back, but... Oh mate, did you look at the look at the mic? Did you bring some disinfectant? Oh, oh that's all right. Oh, back in the COVID days, he yeah. couldn't believe the evident headline. Oh, <laughs> just—he's spewing. He, yeah, he thinks literally. they should have got another ten. Yeah. I can see his mic rolling away. It wants to get a meter and a half away from him. <laughs> um, Back to my headline, guys. Uh, a big week for Everton. Got some points back, but former players were not so lucky. So, obviously, <laughs> the big news this week was uh, obviously Everton. I mean, I don't want to pump up my own tyres, but I called it. I said it was going to be six points. I said, that, you know, they'll get four back. Um, look, there were some pretty scathing reports coming out of that appeal um, you know, regardless of how you look at it. I mean, they talked about, you know, the lack of precedent around the Premier League just in terms of these punishments and the fact that administration is nine points, which, you know, if we're all agreeing, administration is the bottom of the bottom of financial irregularities, really, isn't it? With the fact that you can't even pay your bills. So for nine points for that and then ten for, yeah. you know, going over. But also, too, an interesting caveat to that was the fact that because the 20 Premier League clubs are essentially those who sit at the seat or have, you know, the say as to how the Premier League's run, it's really on the clubs to push for that consistent structure of punishment and they, in the past, they haven't been too keen on that. So there is probably that other side to it. The clubs are pretty happy to, for it to be up in the air until they get in trouble. Mm. But, um... I think, can I just raise one point on yeah. this, this topic? And it's something we've been talking about for a long time, right? And I don't think we've broached this subject. Why do we have those rules? Just simply, boys, why do we have those Well, this is rules? Potty's, Potty's Potty? bread and butter. Why do we have those rules? Yeah, yeah, like what? So clubs can't seek an advantage. Yep. Yeah. So my to, question to is, to what advantage did Everton get <laughs> from breaking these rules? I mean, they're just scraping through relegation. I think it's a point to be made that if you're going to break rules about getting an advantage and doing better than everyone else, you probably should do better than well, everyone else. Well, like, I mean, at well, the end of the day... I like, mean, don't get potty started. His poor rugby league team <laughs> yeah. bloody blokes broke salary cap rules and got a wooden spoon. Wow. Two, mate, two. Two. Two well, in a row, go. yeah. Um, that, look, that, yeah. That, that was literally brown paper bags in the car park. That was, And then putting, like, documenting in the minutes of the club's board meeting. Yeah. That, that was just, you know... Good housekeeping, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah look, oh, I don't know. What do you think, buddy? Are you content with six points? As the Everton fan, I think it's I think it's fair that we we pick your brain on it. Uh, yeah, look, I, I'm content with six points as long as it is consistent, and as long as that you know any other club that you know is found to have financial irregularities over the next into the future, we, we should be seeing the same thing applied. I mean, what was chucked out of there, basically why they got the points back was because they threw out that garbage about Evan not being forthcoming. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So they, they tossed that away. Well, you know, maybe sting the ones who aren't forthcoming with, mm. with a, oh, with a yes. bit extra. Shots you know? fired, I like it. Yeah. It's, it's a couple of, it raises an interesting point as well with the change in points. So you throw out there, this if they'd only got those amount of points 
back when it was first announced, would that change the transfer strategy of certain teams over the transfer. over the January transfer window? Because knowing what sort of position they're in now, that they would have known they were in earlier yeah. and things like that, it just throws out a few. See, I, I think it's still the same though. I mean, you could uh, the punishment is given this season. Could it be given in the you know what would it look like if they if Everton were given the punishment in the seasons that they you know, were competing and they just beat relegation. Like, you mm. could argue, you argue till the cows came home whether, you know, the punishment fits the crime or mm. where it is. It's no different to a player getting a red card, you know, or, you know, they might get a three-match ban, but they're missing full games, not against the team who they committed the offence against. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, anyway. Look, more interestingly, uh, speaking about unjust sentences, poor old Lee T. Do you remember Lee T? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I know Lee T from uh, not ET, not extraterrestrial. Lee T, former Everton Chinese international. Now, how's this for a go? He has been sentenced to life in prison for bribing an official to get a job as national team head coach. Yeah, I mean, do, was justice served? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to ask Craig this, <laughs> okay? But that seems a bit much, doesn't no. it? So bribery. And, uh, and Lee T, he confessed his crimes um, and said that, you know, obviously he had... There was a bit of, a bit of skullduggery in him getting the full-time national team job. Um, there was a few other, other sort of issues around Life that. in prison. Life in prison, yeah. though. I mean, China don't mess around, do no, they? No, no mm. definitely not. I, and you can't really say that's a, a crime that comes around every day, is it? It's fairly unique. Yeah. So. <laughs> Imagine if Gareth Southgate was Chinese. Like, how, I mean, dead set. He'd get four life sentences. He, how much must he have paid? Oh, he'd be... Yeah, no, yep. Mm. So, £300,000, I'm reading here, that, that he, he used to bribe the officials. So, yeah. he must be on a good wicket. Well, he's yeah. not going to use it now. So oh, mate. I mean, that, that's worth spending a life in prison out in the middle of nowhere in China, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, uh, we love the Chinese, the, especially the government. We we don't wish to be uh, sort of missing anytime soon. So, uh, <laughs> allegedly, oh. um, but yeah, I mean, surely, I mean, I don't know what the appeals process is in China. Whether it is as sort of open with dialogue like the Premier League appeals process. Uh, so possibly, I I possibly. won't be making a prediction now that his sentence will be cut. Because I don't know if it's as cut and dry as that. Mm. I think he'd be, he'd get a full hearing, wouldn't he? You know, he mm. he'd get a lot of protection. Yeah. yeah, I think they'd ask him for his opinion, but as that as they were asking him, they'd be walking away, yeah. <laughs> and throwing the key in the in the creek out the front of the prison facility. Mm. Justice. Um, well, he did replace Marcelo Lippi, so if you think about like managerial greats. If I'm looking at Marcelo Lippi and Lee T, I mean, they're probably on the same platform, really, aren't they? You know, so I think he deserved the job. I, I think this is, yeah, there's got to be more to it. It's probably a sponsorship deal there too, Lippi T, Lipton T, <laughs> no? I'm, I'm, I'm my, my finger's hovering Moving above on. the bat. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I thought that was the trapdoor button. Ah, <laughs> oh, very good, Berta. Yep. Headline of the week, mate. Mine's a bit of a, a question just around the, the cup final. Gary Neville, 
came out afterwards and called Chelsea the billion dollar flops. Too harsh? Yeah. Is this... I Look, I, I understand it's a good question, but it, it's almost who cares report. Mm. You know what I mean? I think... It's unfair to the Chelsea players because I don't think I thought I think that's you know and it pains me to say it I think Liverpool were good you know to be able to turn up and win a cup final with a, a squad you know and they're, they're sort of saying at the final whistle two players would make your eleven mm. it's not bad you know I don't I don't know whether yeah if you're a Chelsea fan you'd be gutted because mm. you'd be going look that that was a real good opportunity that for us to chance. win, win yeah. silverware and it's what they do yeah. But, um, I mean, I will not speak another, you know, nice word about Liverpool, especially <laughs> after the final whistle when Enzo Fernandez was walking up to get his runners-up medal. Mm. I mean, what a pack of absolute flogs. Mm. Mm. So yeah. we're back to the Who Cares report then. Yeah. No Liverpool. Um, what do you think, Berta? Do you, do you think it was just? What, what's your, your take on it, mate? What Gary said? Yeah. No, no, he hasn't given them enough time. Like, they... They lost a pretty epic final to a, as you just said, a pretty good team. Um, I think they're. Fuck. <coughs> I think they're. I can't. We've lost him. We've, We've lost, lost him. him. He's getting too We've emotional about he's, the he's cup he's final. Getting, I mean, he's crying. <laughs> yeah. Cosy. You're right. <laughs> well, my uh, headline is very is on basically the same topic. So it is kindergarten Klopp or twins. Was Liverpool's Cup victory the Arnie movie everyone thought it was? So there's been a lot of press, as Berta, my esteemed colleague, was mentioning, that how brilliant this move was and how... Oh, just hold on a sec there, Cos. Berta, would you like to mention it again for us? Well, no, we can't. Sorry, <laughs> move <we> go. <laughs> what? I missed that. Just keep going. Okay. Keep going. Um, how, how brilliant it was they played the kids, mm. you know, the talented youngsters, et cetera, et cetera. And the post, I've got the post, a post here that Gary Neville put up and um, so Chelsea's starting 11 uh, at the beginning of the match, 23.9 years. Mm -hmm. Liverpool's 25.8 years. That's the average age of the starting 11. At the end of the match, Liverpool's was 24.1. So still not mm. less than Chelsea's starting team. And Chelsea's starting uh, at the end of the match was 22.6. So that younger, a younger overall team out there. I, you know, it does lean towards the fact that Liverpool did have an 18-year-old, a couple of 19-year-olds, etc., etc. Mm. But is it the big move that old masterstroke, or was Klopp having an eye on the FA Cup and injuries because he brought these kids on with three minutes to go? You're not trying to change a game with three minutes to go in normal time, granted. But I, I, my opinion, my humble opinion, is he's he had an eye on bigger things. I don't think he was sending them out there to win the game, necessarily. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, he was putting them out there with an eye on the whole situation. I get it, I get it but I, I find it really hard to contemplate that because if you're Jurgen Klopp, you're taking whatever you can get your hands on. You final, know what I mean? You final leave, year. Yeah, leaving you're leaving your team out there to win. You know, I see yeah, what you're saying, yeah. but mm. you're sort of saying that the priority would be on the other cups and to get your hands on those other yep. than the League Cup. Yeah. But he was still lucky enough to get the League yeah. Cup as well. Because yeah. he put off, I think, McAllister, Gakpo, mm. and there was another one. That, um, who was the other one? 
Like Cody Gakpo hasn't played that much football in the last couple of weeks, has he? Like he he ne- didn't necessarily need a rest. He's not. Oh, he's been he's, pretty, pretty, pretty flat out. <laughs> yeah, flat he's out with the injuries. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's having more regular time, but he's mm. not there. He hasn't been playing for six months every week. No, you know, he's been so a lot this year too. McAllister. So there is that drain on those players that I think he's put those younger players on. And if they'd lost that game, would we be sitting here going, oh, that was a master stroke, just, just didn't work? The fact that they won the game, oh, that's a master stroke. So, anyway, I just, uh, yeah, I didn't know whether it was Danny DeVito or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Bit of both. Bit of both? Bit of both. Um, look, I'm going to have to go back. I've got a second headline because that's what I do. Um, Simon Jordan has a, a message, and he's clear. My message is to the miserable souls like Mark Costa... <laughs> delighting in Harry Kane's failure at Bayern. So he's came out, he's come out swinging, Simon Jordan, basically saying that anybody who is revelling in Harry Kane's lack of success and silverware at Bayern Munich is a grub. Are we up to the Who Cares report already? <laughs> or? Hey, hey. <laughs> Cosy, I'll give you a right of reply. What do you have to say to Simon Jordan, mate? I would say Because you've been revelling. Simon who? Oh, shots fired. And and the fact of the matter is, you know, fair play. I have Mm. been giving them a hard time. Um, Harry Kane himself scoring plenty of goals. You know, he's doing well. But, you know, and again, it's... uh, I really dislike him when he was at Tottenham. Now, it's all I've said all the way along, it's the Tottenham curse he's brought with him. So as an individual... So your mates... As an individual, Harry and I get along all right, mm. you know, so we're, we're on Twitter X and everything, but, you know, it, it's the Tottenham curse <laughs> that he's brought with him. Tottenham curse. Do you reckon it really shits Harry Kane that we're just talking about the Liverpool youngsters, that they've come on and played 33 minutes of football and have more cups than Harry Kane? <laughs> Do you reckon that just... In, like, in his career. In his whole career, they've won <laughs> yeah. one, which is one more than him. Like that well, Simon Jordan sure. has just added you to the list, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, rightio, fellas. It's trivia time. Let's go. What do we got, Cos? Righto. Drunk so Uncle Trivia. This week I, I went on a bit of a tour of all the Premier League uh, facilities and because I know how much you guys like a bit of a beer. Yeah? Mm, fact. Like a bit of a meat pie. Oh. Yeah? So... What I thought was I'd help you out and travel around and find out where they're most expensive so you can save up your money. And Yeah, right. Right, eh? So this is where you'll know where to save up for when you visit. So this quiz is called something that I haven't made up yet. Uh, pint and a pie. There pint you go. Pie. Pint and a pie. <laughs> nice. So let's start with the most expensive pints at the Premier League. So I've got uh, every stadium here. Number one, who do you think, what stadium has the most expensive points in the Premier League? Old Trafford. Potty? Potty. Old Trafford? Yep. No. Grego, it's got to be the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. No. Stamford Bridge. No. It is in London? Uh, Grego. Government got anything to do with it, then it's probably going to be West Ham. Yes, the London Stadium at West Ham. Now, I'm not real good with my um, money and changeover amounts, etc. So we'll go with how much, how many, how much they are in pounds. 
pounds. Pound sterling. Let's go around the table. How much do you think the uh, most expensive pint in the Premier League costs you in pounds? Twelve. Twelve pound, which is about what? That's about twenty-five That's about bucks. Nearly thirty bucks. I was, was going to go seven. Seven. I'll go eight pound. Six pound. 30p. Ooh. I'm taking that. So I think that's, we'll yeah, that, that's about $12, $14. That's a $16 mm. beer, that, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, 25 bucks isn't far off it. Mm. Been no. in the cricket lately? Yeah. yeah. yeah, And it's usually light or mid-strength. Oh, or oh, yeah, washed mate. in a they dirty hate, cup. Yeah, they really <laughs> hate people having fun, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> so who got the first one right? One, who won? Yeah, okay. one, one. It's a very extensive scoring system here. Mm. Uh, who's number two, boys? Number two on the list. Who has the second most? Potty, the Emirates. Correct. Mm. Oh, well all over it. So the Londoners. So the North Londoners, North Londoners, and West Ham are in West London, I believe. No, East London, mate. East are they? Yeah. Eastenders. Who's oh, in West mate, London? You just Fulham ended up and, on the hit list. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I don't look outside of North London, so. Stratford, mate. Yep. Sure. Question three. Who's third on the list, boys? Uh, Who else needs to cover some fairly extensive bills? Oh, that's a good tip. Potty. Goodison. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, maybe they should. Maybe (laughs) if we up the price of the bloody meat pie, we'd be laughing. Still has to stay in London, right? Chelsea. Chelsea is correct. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Newcastle ain't having that shit. No. If you ain't giving them two-pound beers... Mate, they'll riot. So Newcastle, where's <laughs> Newcastle? How way, how way the lads? Yeah, they're in about seventh or eighth position. Oh, Newcastle, geez. so yeah. So let's go to the bottom three, boys. So Saudis don't enjoy beer. Two teams at the bottom who are the cheapest points in the Premier League. Who do you think they are? Grego, Burnley, and you got two. Oh, do I have to do them both? Oh, yeah, you do. Okay, Burnley and. Uh, Fulham. No. Oh, no. Get out of London, Grego, you idiot. Luton. They just chuck pies over the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or oh, you can actually pass them you over from the off license. Oh, yeah. And? So Luton's one of them. Oh, so Burnley's not. Yeah, right. Um, I'm lost. Did you say Burnley? Or no. did he say oh, he said Burnley? No, no, he's wrong. Luton's Luton right. and? Uh, I was expecting to get that one right. You've thrown me. Uh, can, I, can I jump in and help him out, split the points? I'm going to go Sheffield United. Uh, yeah. Um, Do you want to t- phone a friend? Is that you want to go with yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah. So one, you got one of them right. Sheffield United. Bramall Lane has the cheapest points in the Premier mm. League. Mm. So Luton was wrong. Luton's wrong. That's really. It's pretty like much. Luton's it's right. London light. <laughs> so London light. Luton's London light. It's just up the road. Like oh. these, these London inflation on beer prices is ludicrous. I'm. I don't even live in England, and I'm furious. Brentford. <coughs> No. no. Still in London. This club's not in London. Yeah. They don't sell beer in West London, mate. They sell Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Um, very popular team. Very popular team. Outside of London. Grego. Wolverhampton. No. Um, I'm thirsty. Two-team <laughs> two team town, so to speak. Potty. Is it... um? Anfield? No. Grego. It's Manchester City because they're just... They need to encourage people to come to the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. 
Who's, who else is in Manchester? Oh, you're just Manchester trying to knock off. Manchester United, well done. <laughs> Cheap beers. Cheap beers, United. Three, oh, three pound for a beer. There Up the go. Red Army. Oh, so that's, that's that's fan voice. Yep. Fan power. Get in there. Tell them. So we want cheap beers, never gonna you the glazer wankers. So Turf Moor. <laughs> Turf Moor's uh, Burnley. Yeah, is mate. that right? Yeah, they're the next one. Vitality. Who's Dorms. the Vitality? Bournemouth, yep. yep. So they're, they're right down the bottom. Now, you have a pint, you've got to get a pie, surely, right? So mm. where are we going with this, boys? The top three pie costs in the Premier League. Top three pie costs. Well, if you're charging. <laughs> where are you going? No, uh, the teams. Who's charging? Is, yeah. it, is it too logistical to say who charges the most for beer, who charges the most for a pie? It is very close to that, but yeah. yes. Well, Greg, Potty. Well, you're in. I'll go Tottenham. No. Arsenal. Yeah. You thieves! Yeah, you Honestly, absolutely. Pay the wages. Chelsea oh. is correct. It's and one criminal. more. Grego, Everton. No. They don't have pies there. Can't afford them. <laughs> Who was on the top of the last list? They're honest about not being able to afford them. Ah, Grego, West Ham. West Ham is correct. Mm. Yes. It's the exact same list there. So, yeah, West it's Ham, close. Arsenal, and then Manchester City as well in theirs. So. How much do you think West Ham are charging for a pie? Potty. Five bucks. Or five pounds. Five pounds is correct. Yep. These financial questions, you yeah. are I'm spot all over on. It, I'm all over it. You were mentioning a couple of weeks ago about how his investments. Yeah, well, I mean, how does he afford his 17 bloody investment properties? Wow. He's, he's, he knows where his cash goes. That's right. No, I just like, well, what, what was the pie? Six bucks? Uh, sorry, the beer? Six pounds? You've got, yep. you got to go a bit less for a pie. Six thirty. Yep. Okay. Tell you what, it's armed robbery though. Mm. There's a few places like that. But you, you probably charge more for sauce as well, honestly. Yeah. No, and the bag fi- that comes in. I'm getting fired up. And it depends where you in. are though, because if you're in certain places, you, you ain't getting sauce, mate. You're getting mushy peas. Oh, yeah. Mm. Floater. Enjoying watching Berta just try not to cough, actually. Mm. Like he's, he's really battling over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh boys, who's at the bottom? Who's got the cheapest pies in the Premier League? Potty. Uh, Manchester United. No. They No. Burner. Sheffield United. No. They're trying to make money. They sell cheap beers, but they might try and make the money on the pies, mm-hmm. I think. Grego. Brighton. No. We're on sort of track with the beers, but it wasn't quite right. Okay. Potty. Manchester City. No. Grego. Burnley. Burnley is correct. Burnley, Knotts Forest, and then Anfield. Cheap, Cheap pies. pies at Anfield. There you go, boys. So yeah. three pounds. So just add my calculations here. Potty, three. Berta, two. Grego, two. So Potty takes out trivia this hey. week. Hey. Well done. Due to my unbelievable ability to pick random numbers out of the sky. Or is it your pie-buying ability? Like Mate, I buy a pie. Don't worry about that. You, you know how much they cost. Mm. Sausage roll in a pinch, but... Mm. All right, very good, guys. Uh, match of the round next week. What do we got? What's our pick for the match of the round, Berta? <laughs> Looks like we've all gone. Should we do, yeah, we've all gone the Manchester Derby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Any reason why? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see um, from a title race perspective. Yeah. yeah. Where's it at? Is it uh, Old, Old Trafford, Trafford, I think. No, it's at the city. city. Okay. Right. Look, I just hope we can They're make home. it past half-time this, this yeah. year. You make it past two minutes. Oh. 
No, that was the FA Cup final. Yeah, like, still hurts. Kick a bloke while he's down then. <laughs> Why don't you? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, if, it, if we have a better turnout than we did last season, I'll be happy. Mm. I've, got, I've got a different one. I've got the Manchester derby. The Manchester. Mm. Yeah, the Munchers. Yeah. Um, break out the stretchers, boys. So, like, hopefully we'll see a few stretchers and a little few mini cabs coming out onto the field. Carry players off. That'll be good. Berta, wouldn't it? Yeah. See that sort of thing? Yeah. Just hack it, hack the bone, hack. boys. Hack the bone. Yeah. So you're cheering for United. Does it make you feel no. ill? Berta. At the moment, mm. not really. No. <laughs> That's not what's making <laughs> you feel ill. Got other issues there. <laughs> but no, I'll be team red for that, definitely. Yeah. You'll chop that up, Gregor. <laughs> not wanted. Uh, <laughs> tip of the week, guys. Fantasy football. Potty, what do you got, mate? Uh, well, don't have it written down there, but uh, the rise of the, the champ, Cozzy's back. Cozzy's back yeah. in a big way. He is firing up the, the mm. ladder over the last couple of weeks. He's, and he, stuck he's up, hasn't he? Yeah, he is, uh, he's getting right up there. So beware of the, beware of the champ. But uh, Bournemouth got a nice little run coming up. So, um, yeah, mm. might be some value there. Very good. Uh, my tip of the week is um, Bournemouth have a nice little run. You know, if Solanke isn't in your team, then, <laughs> I mean, that's just not an option. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I'm all right with that, mate. No, no, problem with, no problem with sharing at all. No problem with sharing uh, at all. For those who don't have access to the inner sanctum of the uh, Sports Attention Football Show, you will realise that I just stole Potty's uh, tip of the week. And um, for anybody... You know. Loyal listeners. Any of the know loyal listeners, you'll know that my tips mean jack shit. And I was, was going to say that. The listeners would be appreciative of the fact that you're stealing other people's material because well, your true. material, you know, yeah. it's not worth writing. And I did, in fact, steal birders earlier in the year, but as it proved me solid, didn't it? I had a nice little charge up the ladder. <laughs> well, I've got Solanke in my team, so, I mean, you guys better start off loading. Uh, Cozzy, what oh, do you got, Christ. mate? Oh, he's got it. He's got a lug up. It's turned into a COVID soup in here. <laughs> What's that? Who coughed then? Me. Oh, okay. No, he's, he's lost his hearing. Going around the table. Uh, boys, is there a new king in the palace? So if we go back a couple of weeks, the listeners would remember um, I was uh, punting palace. I thought they were gone. You mm. know, don't get off the palace bandwagon. But there's a new king. There's a new manager who's changed a few things, changed some formations. The stats from the weekend were positive, attacking-wise. Mm. So, you are the stats man, Oh, uh, Only because I just keep an eye out for things. I don't go looking for it. And if it crosses my desk, it's like, I'll, I'll grab that. Mm. But, yeah, so there's a young fellow who, because, uh, his name is Daniel Munoz. Mm. Okay. Uh, wing back. So he'll be further up the field, et cetera, et cetera. Very cheap, 4.5 mil. Ooh, so we'd love could some value. be worth a look with Palace. Game. Oh, they've got Tottenham away, but then they've got Luton, Forest, Bournemouth. Well, don't you worry. I'm having a good look at your team this week. Don't worry about <laughs> that at all. Berta, what do you got, mate? Um, <laughs> <laughs> keep an eye out for the, the blank game where it's coming up. Shooting blanks. Plenty of, quali- <laughs> plenty of quality teams, maybe quarters, so they'll um, yep. keep your chips. Well, that I mean, that caught mm. a lot of us. Tottenham and Chelsea scored duck egg this week. You know, mm. so it's, it yeah. Caught what? Caught you. What are you talking about? What oh, fuck off. <laughs> Seriously, you lot. I'm trying to help people who are hanging off every word that we say in terms of their fantasy tips. Anyway... Anyway. Oh, wow. 
But who am I? Boss Wankers! But who am I? You are one pathetic loser. But who am I? The fuck is that guy? But who am I? Radio potty, mate. All right, ready to go, boys. Now, this is not a Benjamin Button going in reverse edition. This is the old school. Uh, Born on October 7th, 1982 in London, my journey in the sport has has been defined by sheer determination, lightning quick agility and and, an unyielding passion for scoring goals. Sorry, 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 sorry mate. Murder is in all sorts. Of <laughs> we might need a stretcher in here oh, and a My professional career kicked off at West Ham United, where I honed my skills before making a pivotal move to Tottenham. It was at Spurs where I fully, uh, where I truly flourished, becoming a fan favourite and etching my name into the club's history books. With Tottenham, I showcased my remarkable goal-scoring ability, forming lethal partnerships and leading Cozzy. defenders in my wake. Jermaine Defoe. Cozzy! <laughs> Were you there, Gregor? Sorry? Were you there? Oh, I knew you. So, so um, the aim of the game is to tell? You were just letting it draw no, out? No, no, I just wanted to, I was letting it draw out. I'm, I generally... Genuinely, my apology, not generally. I am genuinely interested in the stories. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is a pretty interesting story with Jermaine Defoe. He actually nearly signed for United before he went to Tottenham. Mm. Everyone yeah. nearly signed for United. Which yeah. I definitely had in here, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what else have we got, Potty? Do you go all the way through to his Montreal days? Uh, yeah, I did get on to his Montreal days. No, We're Toronto. I Toronto. Like, yeah, Toronto, Toronto FC in the Major League Soccer. And then he headed back uh, to England, returning to Sun- Sunderland. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the story is about that. in the Rangers as well? Yeah, because I... With the Rangers, should I say. Well, he was... He didn't join the Army Rangers. <laughs> Stevie G's big signing. Mm, yeah. But um, Jermaine Defoe, I don't... Because the recent Sunderland Till I Die series has dropped. So... They didn't talk about Jermaine Defoe coming back in that. However, I saw some footage of some matches and he was actually playing. So I was interested about how they didn't go into it because I know he had that close relationship with that young Bradley uh, fellow, mm. who the, the kid who yeah. was who unfortunately passed. And I really thought, you know, when I'm watching, I saw Jermaine Defoe there. I was like, oh, what an opportunity that the documentary could have really picked up on that because I believe, I, I don't know, I'm just you know, putting two and two together is I think he went back to Sunderland for that reason. You know, that was one of the draws for Defoe to come back there because it was after Bradley had unfortunately passed. So, yeah, I, I thought it was a bit of a missed opportunity on Netflix there. I don't, I don't know what you guys think about that. Mm. Nothing. They don't care. I don't care. Anyway. Got nothing, sorry. Alrighty-o. Oh, um, what else we got? All right. No sign of decline this week, guys. You are fake news. And you're getting you're getting named and shamed. You should have gone to Specsavers, Charlie, because I tell you what, he's not offside. Well, maybe you should go also then, Jeff, because uh, you couldn't see driving home the other night. Constitution, it's Marbo, it's justice, it's law. Look, I, I think the number one factor that should be considered here. Who cares? Rightio. Um, 
in for the Who Cares report now. Berta, he's uh, like Arjuna Runatunga. He's called <laughs> for the runner. Um, he can't talk, however, so we're going to take over here. Um, and uh, it's chaos here. Potty's just run out. He's blown a, a hemorrhoid. Oh, he just like he's again. Yeah, it just popped out. I mean, did he say anything to you on the way out, Cosy? Or no, no, he had a really awkward look on his face. So I knew something was wrong. Yeah. So anyway, he's he's oh. not here either. Um, Berta, can we just check your voice is working, mate? Yep. Yep. Okay. Good, good to go. No worries. Uh, so who cares report? So obviously, uh, you know, a bit of news going around at the moment. Um, the first one, uh, John Terry. Did anybody see this one? So John Terry, prior to the cup final, I mean, for those who aren't in the know, John Terry for, is a former Chelsea defender, shipmate and convicted raper, uh, racist. Sorry. <laughs> Not rapist. My, rapist. No, no, John. <coughs> Let's clear that up. You were not... You were a convicted racist, okay? Uh, he posted a, a photo of himself naked holding the League Cup on Instagram. Oh, How yeah. naked are we talking? We're talking full naked. Starkers. Starkers. So anyway, I mean, the paradigm of John Terry. So we're talking about a guy... In his after his career, he posts a photo of himself naked with the League Cup. But when he was in his career and he was suspended, he got into full kit for the for the trophy presentation. Mm. So he pretended that he was playing. Mm. I mean, flog alert! Mm. Like seriously, what are we talking about? I mean, who cares? Berta, what do we think, mate? Yeah, John, stay off Instagram. Yeah, and stay away from your your mate's misses. Well, what about this Sounds one, boys? Like a shit bloke. What about this not? one, Bert? I, what, yeah. I'd be interested to get your take on this one. So, Ronaldo's been given a one-match ban. Mm. I don't know. I can't remember a time when Ronaldo has been ever banned. Maybe for collecting yellow cards. I don't know. Like in all seriousness, I, but apparently the story goes that he uh, made an obscene gesture at the end of their his team's recent win over there. Um, because the fans were chanting Lionel Messi's name. Mm. So he got a bit upset, young Cristiano. So what was the gesture? Was it the bird? Was it... Uh, just obscene gesture. Yeah, I mean, so I'll jump in there. He's actually acted as if he was wanking himself right. towards them. So remember wow. uh, Mr Chow in The Hangover <laughs> where he gets the toodaloo and yes, yes, delivers yes. it all? Fuck yeah, he, it was a bit like that. Oh, right, yeah. okay. So, and I mean, you know, it's frowned upon um, in Saudi Arabia. I mean, a country which demands respect. So do you think he was saying that's what he does to Messi? Uh, I don't know. And I thought you were going to ask me, do you think he will end up in a suitcase? Um, (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Yeah, so it was basically, it was a nothing incident. And he was just basically giving the... uh, Given the crowd a, a, bi- a bit of their own medicine, but uh, yeah, anyway, one match ban. I mean, I'm sure he'll wipe away his tears with his 50s. Yeah. Uh, Rightio, boys. Uh, he's got heaps left in the tank. Now, talking about, uh, do you remember goalkeeper Anti Niemi back in the back in the day? Anti Niemi. Yeah, mm. I believe he played for Fulham, possibly Fulham. Yeah, back in the day. Anyway, uh, I've got a bit of a, a excerpt here from a radio, Scottish radio uh, channel when they were talking about uh, the Scotland national team. So check this one out. I've got a good team. 
we we get Colin Cameron in the squad. Mm-hmm. Stephen Presley. Yep. I just don't know why for at least three seasons he's been ignoring Antinemi. Antinemi? Aye. I don't know why he doesn't get a game. <laughs> for Scotland? Aye. He's from Finland. <laughs> what? He's Finnish, isn't he? He's not finished. He's only 28. No, not finished. He's from Finland. What do you mean? That's Aye. where he, he, his nationality is f- Finnish. He's from Finland. <laughs> He's not Scottish? No. Oh, I thought he was Scottish. Oh, he must know that Hearts have got a good... Oh, God. <laughs> How good is that? So, ladies and gentlemen, I know that's an old one, uh. but he, I mean, he had plenty left in the tank. He wasn't finished. <laughs> uh, final one, guys. Uh, Premier League player looks unrecognisable. Now, I thought this was unfair, this one. So, uh, do you remember Ramirez, no. who played for Chelsea? He won a Champions League winner, Premier League winner. Ramirez, and he went off, he was um, one of the initial players who went off on that massive China influx when the Chinese teams did similar mm. to what Saudi teams are doing and came in and, and purchased a ton of players. But they've just, uh, you know, posted a photo of himself now living in Brazil and mm. he's clearly retired. Mm. And they're just, I, I think they're, they're having a good old-fashioned fat shame of him. Yeah. You know, he looks, looks pretty, pretty laid back. He's got a bit of hair, you know, and... And he's saying, you know, he looks unrecognisable in comparison to his playing days. Well, of course, he's fucking retired. Let the bloke eat, sleep and be merry. Mm. Bit yeah. of facial hair, bit of hair on top, and that's yeah. what they're pointing out. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. God. It's not exactly a blimp. No. No. No, he's not Sammy and Nasri. Wesley Snyder was another one. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was some, there was some crackers there. Mm. And anyway. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? Mm. Who cares? Um, Rory, I think that's us, boys. We're done. Berta, how are you feeling, mate? Good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm off to the shops, boys. I'm out to um, buy some uh, new Manchester United stamps from the post office. Yeah. Yep. They've just put out a whole new range of uh, stamps um, because... They had to recall the last lot. Did you hear that story? No, I didn't. No, know. because um, the must have missed it. People didn't know which side to spit on, so they had to recall <laughs> them and put out some new stamps. So I'm off to the post office, boys. So that's me. I'm out. Have a great week. And uh, that's all you'll hear from us because uh, yep, yeah, we're out of here. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, like always, like subscribe. Uh, give us a rating on the uh, on your listening app, your podcast app. Uh, yeah, get into us sportsdetention at gmail.com if you've uh, got any uh, any complaints that you would like to write about today's uh, you know, episode and I, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. Get well, Berta. <laughs> Pray for Berta. Pray for Berta. Thank you very much. See we'll see you next time.